Hi there, and welcome to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Brown, and today's podcast is entitled, How Am I Supposed to Feel? Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because feelings have been labelled and put in boxes for a very long time. What I mean by that is, if you look to our experience, we have... We have labelled feelings in particular ways. Some feelings are seen as desirable and some feelings are seen as undesirable. Some feelings are seen as appropriate. Some feelings are seen as inappropriate. Some feelings are seen as good. Some feelings are seen as bad. Now, I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong, but what happens as a result of that is we start seeing our experience in life in those terms as a byproduct of putting things in those particular boxes so if we relay back and go back to what i said about feelings being labeled as right or wrong the result of that is then if we have a feeling that in our experience has been told to us is right it's all good right because we're in we're in sync with those feelings. We're, we're on the right side of the fence, so to speak. It's all good. We lap it up. Now, problems come when we have feelings that in our experience have been told to us are wrong, inappropriate. You shouldn't be having them. What that then leads to is, or what it can lead to potentially, is self-loathing for having those feelings wanting to deny, suppress, run away from those feelings and like a deep resistance that that experience is taking place. Now, obviously, that's going to compound that experience of, you know, having a feeling, having guilt or feeling bad about the feeling and then condemning ourselves for the feeling. It's like a spiral that's spinning down and down and down. And getting lower and lower and lower. And obviously, that's just not really going to lead to that experience that we want in life of, you know, that overarching theme of happiness and peace. Now, that sounds like what I'm saying is happiness is a feeling to strive for, but I don't see happiness in that way. Nor do I see peace as a state that we need to continually be in. When I'm talking about peace, what I really mean is the capacity to be still, to be accepting of, to have no fight with or resistance to that which is occurring in our lives. And in in what I'm saying today, that is in the context of feelings. And so what does that mean? Well, one way to look at it is this. One thing that most people will agree on is that it it helps it, it it's helpful to us to be in in integrity, to be in a place of honesty with ourselves and with others. And if that's true, if there's any accuracy to that whatsoever, then surely it stands to reason that our feelings are a part of that. And surely it stands to reason then that being in integrity with how we feel and being aware of how we feel first and foremost in recognizing how we feel and then being honest in how we feel 
might actually be healthier for us than trying to reach some sort of ideal with that, trying to always be in a certain space of our feelings and, 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 and thinking or believing that something is inherently wrong or broken if we are not. You know, that sense of honesty has to encapsulate all of, of experience, not just the parts that, as again, we were talking about before, we have labelled as the good bits, the ones we want. Surely, honesty has to have the capacity to go with light, but also to go with shade, to go towards the light, but to also embrace the shadow, to embrace the light and the dark. And to bring those together is what I think integrity is. Not to abandon one for the other, not to dwell in one and reject the other, but to have the openness to to be able to express and, and, and to be both, to be the light and the dark. And so maybe, just maybe, we're not supposed to label feelings in the way that lots of us have. Maybe it's okay and appropriate to feel whatever we're feeling. And if that's true, maybe there isn't such a thing as a right way to feel. Maybe, instead, how we feel is simply how we feel. And to be in a relationship of non-resistance to how we feel may just be a healthier way to have that, you know, to have that experience of, of feelings. I know there's almost um, societal beliefs, expectations on feelings that we've all heard. And I'm talking, you know, from my culture and, and from my upbringing and the part of the part of the world that I was brought up in. And, you know, as being a man, one of the classic ones that we, that we used to hear, you don't hear it so much anymore, which may be showing our you know, our, our better sophistication with this whole arena. But this whole thing about boys don't cry and big boys don't cry and that sort of thing. You know, what that can do is stifle our, and I'm talking from, the, you know, from the perspective of a man or a boy here, it can, it can stifle our ability to express a whole raft of emotions and, and feelings. And not only that, we are being subtly, we were being subtly encouraged by society to do that. It's seen as being strong, stoic, you know. Um, and these are very sort of masculine traits. And look, I've got no problem with men being men and, 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 and having that masculine vibe. I'm not saying that at all. However, I wonder whether that was too rigid a description you know, the whole boys don't cry thing. It ain't accurate in my experience. I'm a boy and I cry. You know, I have my moments. And I think most boys and men, if we're honest, do. And even if they don't always get the opportunity to express that, the urge to, the desire to, 
the, you know, the outpouring or the feeling of emotion that leads to that. I don't think there's anybody who's, who's not experienced that. And so maybe there isn't a right way to feel if you're a man. Maybe there's not a right way to feel if you're a woman. Maybe how we feel is simply how we feel. And in my eyes, and I might be wrong, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm only speaking from what makes sense to me right now. But in my eyes, surely what makes most sense with regards to feelings is to feel them. They must serve a purpose. Now, I'm not saying I know what all the purposes are. There'll be people out there who are far more knowledgeable on all of that. But I can't see feelings serving no purpose whatsoever. And so if we honor the feelings that we're feeling and we allow them the expression that they're rising up in order to you know, express and show, that to me makes far more sense than trying to stifle or suppress something which is a normal and natural, scratch normal, which is a natural part of being a human being. If you take a baby and, you know, you you watch a baby, you, you, you see even then, you see the shift in feelings. You see the movement through different states. And the difference between the babies and very, very young children and what happens as we grow up is a young baby or a young, very young child has no resistance to how they feel. They just feel it. Think about a kid having a tantrum. They don't feel no way about that tantrum. They're letting it rip. And they feel completely fine in letting it rip. However... As we go through life and we get older, we start being told messages that are basically saying, the way you're acting is wrong, stop it. The What you're feeling is wrong, drop it. And I just wonder how healthy that is for us as we then get into, you know, adolescence, young adulthood, and then adulthood and beyond. This may be why many, many people then almost have to go on a journey of healing in order to get back to a place where they have a healthy relationship with feelings and emotions. I know certainly that I have conditioning around feelings and emotions, and I'm not going to get into all my conditioning because it's mine. So I'm, I'm, I'm not getting into the specifics of the conditioning, but I, I can tell you for a fact that I have conditioning. Some of it has been released and healed, but there's, there's still some there. And I think most people can relate to that. As I've gone on this journey of, you know, leaning towards a more authentic expression of self, there has alongside that been a cracking open of all these feelings that were locked up, that needed space, that needed time, that needed expression, pushing out. And along the road, the, the, the sort of the way that I feel emotions has become more strong, but my, but my getting bogged down in emotions has become less. And so when emotions and feelings arise, feel them and feel them fully and almost feel them all the way through to the end until there's none of it left. 
And then when there's none of it left, there's none of it left. Whereas a lot of us, if we're suppressing, if we're holding down, we're stuffing how we feel, that's going to leak out in, in, in weird and wonderful ways because it needs to be expressed somehow. And it will be expressed. And so, in my eyes, from what I've seen, the most appropriate thing to do with feelings is to feel them and feel them fully. Now, I'm not telling you how to appropriately process those feelings because I'm not you. That's something for for us to discover on our own. I have my own way. And I think once we, we become more comfortable with the idea that it's okay to express our feelings, what can then also come is a way to express those feelings that works for us, that allows us to express them and release them in a way that we're very comfortable with. And I think that's important in saying there is no there is no one correct way to do that. It's going to be bespoke to each person. And that's why when we're talking about being you, we're talking about something that you can't go and get the answer from, sorry, get the answer for from somebody else. Well, you can in a way, but what you're actually doing is you're bringing all these elements together in a way that they've never been brought together before. And you're finding your own path, your own way that People can point us towards and people can, you know, point us in a general direction. But ultimately, we take the steps. We move towards what's right for us. We recognize what's right for us. And we then embrace what's right for us. That's at the heart of this journey through life. The recognition that People can support us, but ultimately it's our journey. And so to close this out, just a few things to reflect on. What is your relationship to feelings? Are you even aware of your relationship to your feelings? If not, it's a great place to start. Always a great place to start. It's the place of awareness, the place of noticing recognizing, noticing patterns. Another thing to reflect on. Do you have any beliefs around feelings that are no longer serving you? Have you been believing something that you were told and the only reason that you're still doing it is because you were told that 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 was the way. But actually, you recognize it doesn't serve you. By looking deeply into those things, we're going to see and uncover what our relationship to feelings is. And for those people who are interested in being more themselves in the context of feelings, then awareness is key. And then also examining. The beliefs that we have been holding is also key. Why? Because if we are living our life 
on the basis of beliefs or conditioning that we were given, then we're not living authentically. We may examine things that we have been given and then choose to take them in as our own, but that is not the same as just going along with what we were given simply because we were given it. That's not the same at all. And so taking the time to explore your relationship with your feelings is time very well spent. And I hope this podcast has given you just a few things to consider on that journey. I wish you well on that journey. And I hope you join me next time for another episode of the podcast. So this is Sean signing off. Be you, be blessed, and I'll see you next time.